0: Oh, we you know I mean we we, we just uh, let's, we, the bears are what we thought they were.
1: What what they're what we thought they were. Say that one more time, please. One more time. One more time. One more time. Bear Essentials Podcast is sponsored by Kins Lager Brewery, located in Oak Park, Illinois. They're a local lager-focused brewery. The tap room is currently closed, but you can still order online for local delivery or curbside pickup. The Bear Essentials Podcast listeners will receive a 15% discount on your order by using promo code BEARSPOD. Please visit them at Kinslager.com. That's spelled K-I-N-S-L-A-H-G-E-R.com. Welcome to the Barry Centres.
2: We are a Chicago Bears podcast for the fans. On today's show, we will break down the Bears' Week 13 opponent with special guest Malcolm Hart from the Pride podcast
1: and much more. Hey, Dub, man. How you doing, bro? Doing good, man. How about you? Well, I don't know, man. Uh, I can't really call it, bro. I mean, we got a lot of shit jumping off of our fan base, man. These people going crazy out here. Now they got people coming for our receivers and shit, man. We got the worst fan base in this fucking league. I swear to God. I you, know what, know what to say. <laughs> you know what?
2: You know what? Things going wrong, man. The fans get very emotional. So uh, that's where they at right now.
1: Well, they need to knock it off, bro. I mean, I, I feel like our fan base, man, they listen to too much Trey songs and because everybody right here now is like, man, what is wrong with y'all? Like I if and this is the thing we've talked about Ryan Pace, we've talked about Matt Nagy, if even Ted Phillips, if the fan base, if we're all fed up with these guys. How the hell do you think Alan Robinson feels right now? Not just him.
2: Montgomery, <laughs> you know, may feel the same way. Mooney, who just got here, may feel
1: the same way. So Anthony Miller, you know. Right. So I don't know, man. But we're going to get into this episode. And, and like A-Dub said, audience, we got Malcolm Hart that pulled up with us from the Pride podcast. Malcolm, talk to him.
0: Woo, man. What's going on, man? It's your boy Malcolm from Pride podcast, man. How your boys doing, man?
1: man bro we can't call it <laughs> we doing well man <laughs> don't,
2: worry, don't
0: worry guys um i i mean trust me the pain is here i i know what y'all are going through i hope y'all could understand what i'm going through right now I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm hurting and i've been hurt for a long time so we gonna talk about this right now we're gonna talk about this right now hopefully it's like a counseling session y'all yeah you guys, guys can help me out man
1: and, and, and maybe you can help us out in return, bro, because I'm telling you. But this, Malcolm, I just got something for you right quick. You get help on the way, son, because y'all fired Patricia and yes. y'all got that bum-ass GM out of there, bro. Yes.
2: Right.
0: This is like the best week of, weekend of my life, man. I was so happy. We we celebrated. I can't even tell you how happy I was when that happened, man. When I woke up and when that I, when I news broke out, it was just like, oh, shit, they just fired Patricia and, and Bobby, Bobby, Bob Quinn. They fired these two <laughs> clowns. Like, for the longest... I've been calling these dudes the freaking Ringling Brothers, bro. They were the Ringling Brothers. They gave us a circus in Detroit. It was it was terrible. But it's a new day, man. They're gone.
2: Miss Hemp over there. She calling shots,
1: man. Miss Hemp. She taking yeah. over.
0: I didn't think she had it in her. I didn't think she was going to do it. But she did
1: it. Yeah, she did it. I'll just say this, Malcolm. As a Bear fan, I am mourning the firing of Matt Patricia because that was usually the game where I was like circled on the calendar, like "Cool, we got a Lions game coached by Matt Patricia." Thank you, Lord. So right now I'm like, "Well, damn, this is like a whole different dynamic now." <laughs> yeah,
0: I was literally prepared to come here, talk shit about Matt Patricia, and talk about how much I hate him, and say, "Yeah, you guys are gonna destroy us," and tell you our game plan, and tell you what play we we're gonna run because. If you're a Lions fan, you know what plays we are going to run. You so know what we're going to do on defense. You know what we're going to do on offense. So I'm going to tell you our, our whole blueprint. But now it's like, oh, shit. What what, what are they going to do now? So yeah. <laughs> we're just going to talk about We'll see, man.
1: Well, so, I mean, you brought up a, a good point there. I wanted to talk about that. So your offense right now. So Bevel, he's in his second year as the coordinator, right? God right? damn it, yes. God so it. You, t- <laughs> so you, t- you talk about the predictability.
0: Yeah, God damn it.
1: So, I mean, what's been the thing there, man? Because obviously Stafford's regressed a bit this season, but what's kind of your thoughts when you look at that offensive coordinator and kind of that play calling and you know, the schemes that you guys are running there?
0: All right, I'm going to say this, uh, man. I say this on my podcast a lot often. I say fucking Bevel. Because okay. Bevel, <laughs> Bevel, he has, well, I'll say a love for Adrian Peterson. That dude loves him. Like, oh. like, Bevel is a guy who, when he's sleeping at night in his room, he has an Adrian Peterson poster just on the side of his wall. Like, that's his guy.
1: And, um, he, loves, and he loves the one-yard carries, apparently. He,
0: he, yeah, because he <laughs> knows Adrian Peterson. Like, Adrian Peterson is so limited. You can't run no stretch plays with Adrian Peterson. You can't run no toss plays. But Adrian Peterson, what you could do? Going right up the a gap a gap Yep. Run right? <laughs> a Halfback dive. A halfback dive. Halfback dive. He's doing it all game long. Yep. And it's to a point that's predictable. He's doing on first and second down. And then on third down, Stafford's like, yo, what the fuck? Now we're in third and 13. <laughs> now what? Right. Now, he has to, now he has to make a play. Now he has to make a play. So...
1: Third along with no Amendola, no Gallaudet. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> it's been awful, man. Sitting on the couch been tortured. So, um, <laughs> from reports, people are saying that it was a lot of Patricia that was game planning and that's why he had it that way. And I'm hoping that that is the case. Because if I come in this game and see Run Run Pass, I'm going to break something. Something's going to get broken in my house. If I come and see Run Run Pass with Adrian Peterson... Up the A gap, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, I don't know what else I'm going to do. I don't know what else I'm going to do, but we'll see, man. I, I'm hoping that we'll see something different now that Patricia's gone. We'll see, man. I, I have no idea.
1: Well, so let me ask you. So, so in week one, we saw how DeAndre Swift, you know, he dropped the, the game with a touchdown for you guys. But God damn, man. I'm going to say this, man. Swift, he's good, man. He's legit. Do, I love you, Swift. do you think that they're going to now open it up and just let him loose now?
0: I hope so. I mean, the, and, but the thing is right now, we don't know Swift is playing. He had a concussion two weeks ago, and he hasn't played these past two weeks. So without Swift and without Galladay, this offense has been lost. They're like, yo, who the hell is going to make a play for us? Like, who is it going to be? Is it going to be TJ Hawkinson? Is it going to be Marvin Jones? We don't know. Right. So not, nobody's coming up. And if you look at Detroit Lions, I believe they're like the third highest drop rate in the NFL as far as drop passes. Like these receivers just can't catch anything right now. Like they're just dropping everything. So without without Swift and and Galladay, this team just like, lost offensively. So we're hoping this week. I mean, the injury report hasn't came out yet. So we're hoping that these guys could come back because <laughs> if not, man, <laughs>
2: <It'll be tough>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: these guys are not playing this week, man. Like it's gonna be hard.
1: Is uh is uh is Swift is he still in uh, concussion protocol as of now?
0: <sighs> he he was limited last week. And we thought he was going to be a go. He didn't have a full practice, but he was limited all. like Most, most of last week, he was limited. But he didn't play. Okay. So that was a bummer. Um, So we're hoping this week he's a, he's a go. We're hoping this week is a go. We're hoping maybe we'll see Kenny Galladay. We don't know. We haven't seen Kenny Galladay for a while. But while yeah. those two on the field, it's a train wreck. Okay. It's, it's, it's a dumpster fire without those two. I could tell you that right now. It's bad.
1: It is tough, but one thing I will say, even the uh, the carcass of uh, Adrian Peterson is still a bear's killer. I mean, he still cooked us in week one. Yeah,
2: he did. We ain't like it not one bit. Man, Turn about the clock on us. <laughs>
0: <sighs> that was that was pure luck, I swear. I tell y'all pure luck, man. i tell you, I guarantee the bears just they didn't have film on him, so like, oh, they didn't know what to expect with Adrian Peterson. They didn't even know he was gonna be the start. I was shocked knowing that he was gonna start. I didn't even know he was gonna when we signed Adrian Peterson. I thought he was gonna be our third down back. Not that third. I mean, I mean short yardage back. I thought he was gonna be our short. short back.
1: Okay, Makes I sense. thought he was
0: gonna be our short yardage back. I ain't seen him. I ain't think he going be started. I was like, all right, we still got Carryon Johnson. He was our second round pick a few years ago.
1: Who? Because you know I mean? they forgot about him, fam. Exactly.
0: Carryon Johnson is a probably the most unselfish player in the NFL right now. This wow. dude is limiting his. He, he doesn't get carries. No, he does. No, no his job. on Johnson. As a guy on third down. You don't see the game. You don't see the game. You see him in the game on third down. He's not going to get the ball. He's just there to pass protect. Wow. He's there to pass protect. He's our best running back pass protector on the team. So they only use him on third down to pass protect. And that's all that's what makes this offense so goddamn predictable because <laughs> <laughs> you see him on the field, <laughs> you're like, all right, they're gonna run the ball. He's there to pass protect. They're not gonna run the goddamn ball, Carry on Johnson. So that that's that's the thing that makes it so predictable. But yeah, he doesn't get much carries i mean he took carries last week because of swift was out and they split carries between him and um adrian peterson but normally when everybody's there and swift is there and peterson's there yeah he's just there to pass protect
1: what a waste man what a waste
0: what a goddamn waste you damn right that's a waste man (laughs) (laughs) damn right man
1: (laughs) Uh um so what do you think with Galladay, man? And, and the thing about this, so Galladay, uh, he went to my high school. I mean that guy right there, met him oh. a couple of times. He's the man. dude. I love him. That hip injury, you, is he supposed to be out for a longer stretch of time? What are you hearing there?
0: I don't even know, man. Okay, he's been he's been hasn't practiced in a while. I'm hoping that we could see him limited this week on the injury report. That'll be give us some kind of hope that he right. plays this week because he he's he gives us a a weapon down the field. Because again, mm-hmm. our, our, our receivers, man, without Galladay on the field is just they just they just feel lost, and we even have a veteran out there. We got have, uh, Marvin Jones. He's he's been do- killing the league for years, but it's like yep. this
1: year, just, I I don't well, know. He, well, he did, he started really slow, but did he start like the middle part of the season? Did he start to kind of heat up a little bit?
0: He's only one on the goddamn field. He has to.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has to, got TJ
1: Hawkinson, though. Yeah, Hawkinson. I, Hawkinson. I like Hawkinson. They've they like targeting Hawkinson. him.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I like Hawkinson, and I've been kind of, like, advocating that he should get 10 targets a goddamn game. Like, he should be, well, Kenny Gallagher, he should be your, your number one option right now. But it's like, what they'll do is, they'll be like, okay. Like, this is like the, the, the coach's mindset. They'll be like, oh, wow. TJ Hawkins have a regular really good first, first quarter. Let's X him out the goddamn game plan. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so they'll take him out the game. Like, TJ Hawkins will have a good first half, and then the second guy will be like, yo, is TJ Hawkins still on our team? Where is he? <laughs> he won't right anything. Right, right. They you won't see anything. From. They'll go away from him. like, yo, what happened? So that's TJ Hawkins.
1: Malcolm, that sounds like our game plan because we got a lot of guys on this team that were like, did the coach forget that uh, we had a rookie tight end that's athletic and it can make plays up the same? Like, it's the same story over here, man. We have guys like Darnell Mooney that they don't scheme properly, right? The kid, they run the same two routes with him, and you don't think the teams around the league are looking and seeing how you utilize this kid? So we have the same issue, bro. I'm telling you, like you said, there's gonna be a therapy session both both sides here because that's good, man. Our five and six team and your four and seventeen, bro. We're all going in the same place, and I think it's nowhere fast. <laughs>
2: Hey, hey, check this out. Both teams That's lost 21-25, right? That's you lost 21-25. We did, too. Yeah, man, it's true.
1: What do you think, man? So look, looking at the matchup, Malcolm, what what, you, what you, kind of keys do you guys have for you think that your team can beat us this Sunday?
0: DeAndre Swift. I mean, I'm just hoping and praying that he could come on the field because he's our only chance right now. If he does not play, we ain't going to... I mean, unless Daryl Bell becomes some other different coordinator play caller... Now that Patricia's gone, I don't see a way of us winning this game without Swift. Swift is our only, only
1: chance. Yeah, and they, and they need to put uh, 11 men on defense, right?
0: And hopefully <laughs> there's a different defense. I, mean, I, don't, I'm, I haven't talked about the defense this whole podcast, which is crazy, because the defense has been the worst part of this goddamn team. <laughs> I haven't even talked about the defense. But now that Patricia's gone, I, don't even, I have no expectation. I don't know what to expect with this team on defense because Patricia's gone. Are they going to look different? I don't know. Are they still going to run cover one all
2: game? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Did, did really? you all say Patricia was supposed to be um, a defensive guru? Remember? Oh, don't don't say that. I'm just saying. No, now, you talking,
0: now, you, now you're talking. shit. Don't say that. Yeah, that, yeah. That's,
2: yeah, That's what they A you get greasy over there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, hey, nah, let man, me crack
0: he this try try over. He's trying to crack jokes like, Haha, you guys had a defensive guru, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man, he's he's awful, man, and <laughs> I, I'm glad, I'm glad he's gone, but. To be a defensive head coach, man, I there was no creativity with that defense, and he he preached multiple. He wanted a multiple mm-hmm. scheme. All we did is play cover one. We played cover one literally seventy percent of the place. All these guys who don't really have fast forty times on an island by themselves just covering my receivers, for, and, and they have no pass rush. Yeah, I got to play cover one oh, with no yeah, pass that's rush.
1: True. That's true, and like, no, I don't and- get it. And the thing about it too, they can't defend the crosser routes. Because I mean, I I right. do like some of that film breakdown. That's all you do. That's all. That's, you do. that's all you do on that defense.
0: If you're playing cover, if you know you're in man coverage, and you know you're gonna run a crosser, you're gonna run, yeah. try to run away from the from the defensive back. And it's funny because we had players, <laughs> we had players on our podcast, former players, go over when when he explained it to us, he was like, you know, when in the meeting rooms, they'll bring up those plays. And the players are like, "Yo, how the fuck are we supposed to defend this?" You know, they're going across. You expect us to chase the man down the field? and and their mindset is like, "Yeah, you're supposed to be there. You wow. got, you got, like, even if to run running rib routes and just there's guys there. They want you to curve through everybody <laughs> and and chase your man and and be there to make the play."
1: Yeah, you know what? That's funny. No that you, mentioned, you mentioned that uh, that kid Walker that you guys have on the team. When I was doing field breakdown, I saw exactly what you what you said.
0: I said he's not on the field.
1: But I saw that where he was getting lost, and it, and it looked like I was like, on the crossing routes, I'm like, bro, did somebody tell Buddy to take that bad angle like that? Like, what did they coach this guy up to do? You know, just, that's just one isolated game that I saw. I don't know what your thoughts are on him, but I noticed that his playing time has been kind of uh, inconsistent on the season for you guys.
0: Let me tell you something about Tracy Walker, man. Tracy Walker is our best safety. Best safety, okay. He's our best safety. He's our best safety. He's young. He has the speed. He has the size. He has the length. He's our best safety. They don't play this guy. He gets like, he probably gets the the lowest amount of snaps in the safety position on our team. Like, they play the the vets. They play Javon Harmon. They're playing more Javon Curse. Um, But Tracy Walker not getting much play time, which is is mind-boggling because he's our best safety. And they they have him usually in coverage a lot. Um, Usually against tight ends or running backs and He's not having the best season because they have him in a, in a role, a unfamiliar role right now. He has, to, he has to pretty much shadow tight ends or shadow a running back, which is not his role right now. And it's it's hurting his season.
1: Yeah, because week one against us, he was solid, bro. He was all over the field. He was, he was spying on uh, Trubisky. I've noticed a lot in that game. So you're right. He's got talent. But when I saw that film breakdown on, on a couple of those plays, I'm like, Man,
0: what's this kid doing out here? Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's been bad, man. This is the defense itself, the scheme, everything, everything. The, the pass rush, everything is just, just so goddamn tiring, man. It makes you exhausted awesome just thinking about this goddamn defense, <laughs> his pass rush and his man coverage. It just, I don't know, man.
1: So Trey Flowers not making an impact this
0: year? <laughs> yeah, he's making an impact in the emergency room. That dude's been on IR. He's been hurt. Yeah, he ain't making no impact.
1: He's making an impact in his bank account.
0: It was big. I was just about to say that. Yeah, he's getting paid, all right? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> that man's the ER MVP right now, man. He's in the emergency room.
2: A lot of money spent
1: on him, though. <sighs> but I'll, I'll say this, get A-Dub.
0: Started on that. Don't get me started on that.
1: a one of the things that I liked about when I looked at the Lions uh, team is the offensive line. Uh, I mm-hmm. thought that they're a solid unit. Uh, yes. Right. Now, that's the area right there that I think we need to focus on for our Bears fans. So just think about this line and how we've complained offseason about our pass rush. Right. That's an area right there that we need to really kind of hone in on. And I don't know if, Malcolm, if you got anything else to expound on with that offensive line. But that Ragnar was a kid that I saw on film that I really liked.
0: Yes, that's the probably the offensive line has probably been the only bright spot on our team right now. Like we can take one unit and say what unit has been the best unit on the team hands down, offensive line. Um, you start from, you know, Taylor Decker. You know, he, he's a guy we drafted in the first round a few years ago. Um, and he's having one of his best years right now. You know, they gave him a contract. That they extended him just now. And he had his best year. He's having his best year. I wouldn't be surprised if he made a Pro Bowl, to be honest with you, the way he's playing. I think he only gave up one sack this year. So he, oh. he's playing lights out right now as far as, as, a, as a left tackle. And then when you go to the guard... You have um Jonah. You got, you got Jackson. Yeah, and Jackson is our rookie, who's been another one. He surprised a lot of people because he was picked, and nobody expected him to be our starting guard. And he came out; he's playing well as well, like everybody. And then you have you know Rag. the only question mark on the offensive line, <laughs> Vatay, <laughs> goddamn big V Halapute Vatay, Halapute yeah. Tie, whatever. I hope I said his name right. I hope I said it wrong. I, this dude, like he, we we paid him in the offseason to be a tackle. I don't even know what he plays right now. I don't know if he's our tackle. I don't know if he's our guard. I don't know if he's a bench guy. I don't know what the hell he plays right now. But he, he plays. He's When he's out there, he plays. And he's been the liability right now on our, on our offensive line.
1: It's funny with that name. He was one that a lot of Bears fans were calling for this offseason. And I'm so glad that we didn't sign him.
0: He probably probably laughed when he found out that we signed him. He'd be like, (laughs) (laughs) ha-ha! Yeah, I know that got you excited. But then, our right tackle, we got Crosby, and he shocked the hell out of everybody. Crosby is a guy who we didn't think could potentially be a starter, and he's having a hell of a year, too. So, kudos to the offensive line. I'm I'm happy with those guys. That's, That's one area I can say I'm happy with.
1: There we go. So listen, guys, so we, we made a breakthrough. We got Malcolm to say something positive about his squad here. See, look at this. Yep. This yep. is working. This yep. is working. you yep. I, ch- I charge about the hour. I got you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's going to be tough for us because, you know, um, if you guys got a line, you know, part of what we got to do is, you know, slow those running backs down, right? I mean, you, you got Johnson, you're probably going to utilize, you're probably going to utilize AP again. So I think for us, we got to slow down the running game because you all did get off on us the first game. So I think for us, you got a strong line. We got to get through, hit those gaps to stop the run. Make your guys Stratford, you know, one dimensional, right? Because you already mentioned so you ain't got the weapons out there, right? You may not yeah. have them again.
0: Yeah, that's true, man. But again, um, I, if you're if you're game plan to stop AP, I mean, it's gonna happen. I'm not. I'm not even. Adrian Peterson is just Adrian Peterson. He's not that guy no more, man. He had that one good game against you guys. He and I think honestly because <laughs> honestly feel like it's because you guys didn't have film on him. If you guys run the A-Gap every single play, I guarantee you guys would stuff the A-Gap and he would get, get stuffed. I, I don't believe he would have had the game he had if there was film on him.
1: I think they definitely got caught off guard by him even starting and also, too, like you said, they ran that same play over and over again.
0: Yeah, half <laughs> dive, half dive, half dive. You're like, God damn, I'm going to see another half dive one more time. like going to be crazy.
1: That's one of the things that a and I talk about on this show is with our uh, defensive coordinator because there's a lot of times him with his scheme, for some reason, I don't know if it's just stubbornness or whatever it is, but he doesn't make those adjustments. So it's like you would think if they're running through the same fucking gap, shadow a linebacker over that gap. Right, right. Because because I noticed that when you guys, was it the Colts game that you guys played where... Don't mind me about that but, game, man. <laughs> but, you, but you know where I'm going with this. You saw what they did with that linebacker, and I'm like, why don't we do that? Especially if a team is gashing you in that one gap like that. <laughs> take what they do best away. Whatever they do best, take it
2: away.
0: Yeah. You reminded me about that Colts game, man. It made me sick.
1: <laughs> oh, All right, man, our, our, our audience, I'm working back the opposite way. I'll get them back.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Devel the, and Patricia and everybody, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, man, what I will say to us, you know, is uh, from, from the Bears standpoint, we got a chance to, you all right, pretty much call an emotional thing going on right now with you firing everybody. So this is a good time for our offense really to try to take off. So I think in this case, you all have a bad secondary right now. Things are not going well. It's a good time for us to score in the red zone. So I think for the Bears, one of the keys for us is really to try to score in the red zone. Because again, we're going against a team right now where you guys are going through a whole lot of transitioning. And we're catching you off guard really with all of it. So uh, while you all in the emotional state, Let's just try to attack you all while we can and, and make it happen, you know, in the red zone. So that's what I'm looking for for this team to try to do. Instead of going for field goals, let's try to get some touchdowns.
0: And it's, it's possible, man. The thing is right now, we're in, a, we're in a Detroit Lions are in a spot that nobody knows what the hell is going to happen. We yeah. don't know what to expect from the team. We don't know how they're going to respond. We don't know if they're going to be excited and just play their ass off. Or we don't know if, like, maybe we really do. Suck. Like maybe this is it. Like this is the best we could do. We don't know what's gonna happen.
1: It it always bodes well for a team. Uh if after a coach gets let go, if they come out and play like their hair on fire, because then that right. knows that lets you know right there. I'm like, okay, that was the fucking problem. You exactly,
0: know? exactly. You know? And that's the thing that we don't know yet. I mean, we're hoping we see that, but then will it the shock us if they're just bad quick? No, to <laughs> shock us. <laughs> then, the right. goddamn
1: Lions. Like, why would it shock us? Yeah. I would say, A-Dub, to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying, I think that red zone efficiency is going to be important for us in this game. Maybe, Malcolm, we've been leaving points on the field all fucking season. So, <laughs> yeah, So yeah, you're, like, you're like, join the club.
2: <laughs> right, 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 right. right.
1: <laughs> but I think to that point, A-Dub, I think that's a, that was a, a really good key. The only thing that I had was scoring early uh, mm-hmm. because I think that, One of the things that we haven't enjoyed with this team at all this season is playing with any sort of a lead, right? Uh, So nine times out of ten, I I respect our defense to be able to get the job done. So if we can get out to a lead, right, and then basically put that pressure on Stafford, because as I was saying with Malcolm earlier, he's had an inconsistent season. So if you get some pressure on him, he may start throwing the ball up for grabs. You never know. Uh, But... I think that may be the key if we can just kind of maybe take control of the game and hold possession so maybe may keep him off the field. I think that'll be the best strategy, I think, for us because everyone saw the performance we had on offense while it was better. That's not saying much because the shit was trash all year, so what's better right. than trash? Still trash. Right? <laughs> Mitch rebounded from that Sunday night performance. That's about the only other thing that I can say, man. He's playing for his NFL life right now, so it's not going to be with the Bears, but Man, you got five games, bitch. If you want to be a career backup somewhere and hold the clipboard and, <laughs> and get yourself another contract, you got an opportunity here. So you're auditioning for other teams in the league. Bro, just get the shit done.
2: Right. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And like mm. you said, man, it's a good time with Mickey Stratford. You know, uh, like you said, Mickey Stratford work hard to get his points or whatever. You're right. If you got that team become one-dimensional, that's even tougher for that team, for uh, Detroit.
0: Yeah, we've been, most, we've been one-dimensional our whole life, so... <laughs> this is nothing. Stafford's going be like, oh, no running game? Okay. This, this is the usual.
1: Sling <laughs> it 40, 50 times. <laughs> yeah, this thing, this thing well, is. Well, that's, what, that's what he's used to, right? Yeah, that's what he's he, used to. He's never had,
0: you know, Stafford only had uh, 12, I believe it was 12, yard running backs in his career. I mean, like 100 yard rushers. Wow. 12. And he's been in the league for 12 years. So that, that just shows you how, how much one dimensional Stafford has been. So, yeah, you take the running game away. Uh, our receiving core is bad. You know, if you don't have Ken Galladay, yeah. I think that's a that would be easy dub if you guys did that.
1: The last thing I'm gonna say before we go into our final score predictions for the game, Jeff Akuda. Right. Oh don't get me started that mother. Don't get me started. <laughs>
0: bring up his don't bring up his name, man.
1: <laughs> All I was gonna say is this, man. There was a lot yeah. of teams in the league. They were all clamoring for this kid, right? And
0: I wish they would have got him.
1: <laughs> and the Bears, I mean, we we got Jalen Johnson and, you know, a lot of people in the league, you know, like, because, you know, a lot of people had a lot to say about him in that Sunday night game with that hit and standing over the guy. And I'm like, look, man, I'll take a kid that's got a little bit of that dog in him any, any fucking time because we have a lot of soft people on this team. So I loved what I saw from him. Maybe a little showboating on the end there, but I don't really care at the end of the day. We would get our asses kicked, so. I like Jalen. Yeah, Jalen's a beast.
0: Is, yes, man. sir. He put a he put a mean hissick on somebody last uh, this week, wasn't it? Last week.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was on uh Lazard. Yeah. Lit his ass up. Lit his
2: ass f- big time. Hey, look, he living so hard, he wasn't even thinking about getting the interception. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: hit. Well that a that was my only problem with that shit. And I'm like, come on, son. <laughs> the ball is right there.
2: <laughs> the <ball laughs> right there. Hey praise hey, I'll leave you with this here. You know you got a little fly on your ear right that's just irritating the hell out of you. And you don't give a damn where you smack it at. Like, it can be on your face, whatever. As long as you hit it, you're happy, right? Yeah. That's how J- that's how Johnson felt um, <laughs> against the Packers. Once I hit this guy, I don't give a damn about nothing else but the hit.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel you, but clean that fly up, too, though. That's all yeah. right.
0: <laughs> so, were you, you going to say something about, about, about Jeff? Were you going to say something about Jeff?
1: I was just going to ask you, man. So, I, I don't want to, like, do the low-hanging fruit type of thing because I do think that he's very talented. But what do you think is his uh, – what do you think is the cause of the struggles for the season? Wait, hold on. And I, and I, and I was being
0: serious. I hope, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say that because I'm one of the Lions fans that can honestly say I didn't want the pick. Oh, wow. Yeah, I would, I'm one of the ones who are advocating for Derrick Brown or maybe a quarterback. And the reason why I was kind of saying for a quarterback is I kind of understood the situation. We weren't winning. And if this season it falls to shits, I knew we were going to have a rebuild. And if we were going to have a rebuild, I might as have a guy on your bench already as, as your quarterback. And he could have learned a year from Safford, or whatever, whatever. But I really, I really wanted Derek Brown because the reason why I wanted Derek Brown is because the Detroit Lions can't stop a running back if, it's, if their life was depending on it. They can't stop anybody, any running back. They can't stop nobody. They, they have no interior, no interior force. So I was like, you know what? We need a guy that could kind of rush the passer. And stop the run. So I really wanted Derek Brown because I said, you know what? If we have a corner, I said this before we drafted him, before everybody was like, yeah, Jeff Okuda, Jeff Okuda. If we have a corner and we have no pass rush. What's the point? What, 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 what are we going to accomplish here, guys? Yeah. We, we saw this last year. Even if he comes, even if he's a stud corner elite, who what, what is he going to make better? We had Darius Slay last year who was, he's an all-pro all pro corner. We didn't get better. He's not making nobody better. You know, the team still team still was bad. You know, said with our team all year. We won four games. Three games. Right. Three games. Three games. Three, three games. Three, yeah. three twelve and one. We won three games. So I knew with well, the we get a corner with no pass rush, same results. We could still be it will still be ass on defense. We need to build a team from the front to the back. And they didn't do that. Jeff seems lost. Yeah. Jeff seems confused. And another big thing with Jeff Akula is that I noticed in Ohio State, his defensive line, he had Chase Young. He had these stud guys on his defensive line. I said, yo, he's not going to have that in Detroit. Another red flag with with Jeff Akula is that he said that his toughest receiver he faced in college was Quintez Cephas. Quintez Cephas is our fifth-round wide receiver that we drafted in the fifth round.
1: Oh, I didn't know he said that.
0: He said that Quintez Cephas was the toughest wide receiver he faced in college. And that was, that, that, that was the last red flag. I was like, yo, guys, I was telling my, telling my boys, I was like, look, I know you guys are high on Jeff, but he hasn't played nobody. He has a top defensive line. He's coming to Detroit that has absolutely nothing. Like, this is not going to be a good move. Everybody won him. Everybody is Jeff Okuda, Jeff Okuda, Jeff Okuda, Jeff Okuda. And now they see, this dude has one PBU all year long. He had one interception, by the grace of God, that it was a bad pass from, Ky- from Kyler Murray that it landed to him. <laughs> So he had one, one interception, one PBU all year. He's getting beat left and right. right. So the only good thing I could take from Jeff Fukuda right now, that like he's a hell of a tackler. Like if he sees the open field, he's going to tackle you. Like, he, he's a good tackler. Okay. okay. But coverage this year has been awful. It's been bad. It's been T's Tabor bad. It's been awful. It's been, it's been really, really, really bad. I haven't, it's been really bad. Oof. And I'm hoping that he can recover from it. I'm hoping that his confidence gets better because right now it's not looking good.
1: No, it really isn't. On film, he does not look really he doesn't he looks like a rookie. I mean, this point blank. He looks does like look,
0: he does look like a third-round pick, a third overall pick. And that's the thing that pissed me off is because you get a guy in third overall pick, you're expecting a guy who's gonna come in right away. An instant starter that's gonna contribute on the team and make the team better in some type of some type of way.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Gotta be impactful with that high.
0: He hasn't done
2: anything. So,
1: that's well, Jeff. Well, audience, you, you heard it here from Malcolm. So that might be a, a matchup that we can really uh, look to exploit here on Sunday.
0: Before no, 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 no. Hopefully he doesn't play. Hopefully he's. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hopefully he doesn't play. <laughs> For your standpoint, yes. For us, I want to see a lot of Akuda. <laughs> Uh, before we get you out of here, Malcolm, I wanted to get your uh, final score prediction for the game on uh, Sunday.
0: Okay, so, I mean, this this might seem kind of selfish because I'm, I'm leaning both ways. And the reason why I'm saying that is because if DeAndre Swift does not play, this is going to be a very ugly game for the Detroit Lions. This is going to be a very ugly game because I don't see us finding ways to score or being creative to score without DeAndre Swift. If DeAndre Swift does play, I see us having a close win 2017. But if he doesn't play, I can see him being real bad. I can see his running Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson might get 30 yards at the end of the day. I can see four drop from Quintez Cephas. I can see I, it could be really bad if he doesn't play. And if he doesn't play, I see the Bears winning 30. Now, I'm not going to go that high because I know the offensive situation with you guys. But I would say I'll say 20, 20 to 10 Bears.
1: Okay. All right. I see you. I would say this, man. If we score 20 points, I'll be the happiest fucking son of a gun in, in this fucking city. <laughs> is Mitch playing? Is Mitch playing? Yeah, he's playing. It's possible.
0: It's possible. He loves yeah. playing us. He, he has good games yep. versus us. I'm yep. not sure if it was Matt Patricia or I don't know if it's just the, 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 our uniforms. I don't know what it is, but he likes playing <laughs> us. Um, so we'll see. If, if he has a good game, then it's not Matt Patricia. It's our uniforms. He, he just he likes the colors. <laughs> he can see it better. It's easier for him to make throws because it's bright. It's a bright blue. So he knows how to throw it to the other team. It's a win for
1: you guys. That's why I made my comment about Patricia. I'm sad. I was born in that (laughs) firing. (laughs) straight up. And what you got for me on the final score prediction?
2: I think the final score would be something like 27-20. And the reason why I'm giving you all, Michael, that much, that many points because I'm not 100% Hicks going to play. He's game time decision. Maybe the same way again next game. We'll see. Or maybe hear more about him tomorrow. But that's where I'm at. I'll give you guys some scoring opportunities. 27-20, Bears.
1: I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, for me, whether it's Swift or Adrian Peterson, I I really worry about our ability to stop either one of those guys after what I saw the Packers do to us uh, running up the middle. If Hicks doesn't play, I'm worried about that for sure. Um, But I'm going to say we'll squeeze out, a, 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 and this isn't really saying much, but it's going to be a really close game. I'm gonna give it like a 19 a 1913. It's gonna
0: be one of those ugly games. Okay. I'm gonna tell your listeners now. Don't worry about AJ Peterson. Like, trust me, trust me on this one. Don't worry about AJ Peterson. Like it, it's gonna be the same <laughs> plays. You guys go. to guys saw it? They saw in the film, they're gonna stop it. He's gonna run up the A gap, guys. Trust me, it's nothing to worry about. It's swift, It's Swift plays, that's where you're like, oh wait, wait, oh, is he gonna run a counter? Is he gonna run a tall? Yeah, is, he, he, gonna be, or is he gonna catch a pass? Like, that's when you gotta worry, but. Trust me, it's, it's, on, it's on film. It's on tape. That's the reason why he's averaging like 2.8 yards per carry right now. Um, Adrian Peterson, so it's, it's on tape, it's stoppable. If Adrian Peterson's starting, trust me, Bears fans don't be on the worry about it.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Don't we'll, worry about def- it. we'll definitely see what happens. Um, I'll, I'll be go
0: out there and make a tackle and stuff if I have to, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Malcolm, man. Thanks so much for pulling up with us on this show, bro. Before you sure. get out, man. Uh, tell our audience uh, a little bit about your show and then uh, where they can find you on Twitter and, and socials.
0: Okay, guys. So um, on Twitter. I am at Mr. Hart. And it's like underscore, 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 I believe. Um, so that's my Twitter handle. I'm a co-host on a Detroit Lions podcast called The Pride Podcast, a Detroit Lions podcast. I got to make sure I say that because... But yeah, I run a Detroit Lions podcast. Been doing it for about two years. Yeah, we had some success, man. We had some players on there. We have fun. We crack jokes. It's a great place to be.
1: Uh, yeah, I already loved it and I already loved having you on and definitely uh hopefully we can get you back on in the future man. It's been a lot of fun. Anytime man, just let me know. All right man, appreciate you fam. Yes sir. All right man, later. All right. All right. Hey, dub. Yes sir, that was, man. That was that was fun. Yes it was. So he he definitely definitely uh was very pessimistic on this team, but I I can understand why. There's been a tough going for them. As a Bear fan, we haven't had it any easier over here, but I really like our chances on Sunday, man. I really Me do. Me too.
2: Me too, man. And the good thing, we're catching these guys at the right
1: time where they're struggling. They clean the house, like I said earlier.
2: They clean the house. They got rid of their GM, get rid of the coach. So maybe we can take advantage of why everyone's
1: falling down emotional emotionally about the decision. Yeah, they got some dysfunction in that household. I mean, we do too, but not as bad, right? Right, exactly. It's like one of those uh, your ne- next door neighbor they they arguing and then they got the police getting called over to that house every day. You might have some issues going on in your household, but you're like, hey, at least we ain't them, right? Exactly.
2: The <laughs> yeah, we're not that bad, exactly. Yeah. So let's, let's let's take like you said, let's take a chance, uh, take uh, advantage of that opportunity right there.
1: Absolutely, man. Well, before we get out of here, man, I wanted to uh, give a quick shout out uh, to Trubisky and Gravy. Uh, he won the uh, November trivia contest, and he won the autograph Khalil Mack football. And he had the upset victory over uh, Brian Vincent and A Dub. I know you were surprised. Not no 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 disrespect to our boy Ira, but Brian was like a huge favorite going into that final. So it was just a, it was a really good matchup, and, and Ira brought it home. Good job, man. yeah. Yes, sir. Congrats to Ira on that um, victory.
2: But like you said, man, the, the other guy, the other opponent, man, he actually was what undefeated. I mean, he was winning, what I mean didn't miss a question in the previous um, competition. So see, to
1: see him lose to Ira, you know, it is what it is. Ira came with it. Yes, she did. So congratulations. Um, I got his uh, football out in the mail to him today. So, yeah, he should be getting that, and that'll be a nice addition to that man cave. Yes, sir. Congrats. All right, A-Dub, go ahead and sign us off, bro. Thanks for listening to the Barry Centus Podcast.
2: You can now find this show on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. On next week's episode, we will recap the week 13 matchup against the Lions, the special guest, Big Dave Watson. Bear Nation, come down with us. Hey.